Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, are you guys in the mood for a party? A party? Sure, of course. Who, want, who wouldn't want a party? Well, it's going to be a pity party. Oh. Okay. okay uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and uh, we need to have a pity party. I didn't know that there is um, such such a bad, horrible nightmare. Okay. That is plaguing oh. a certain group of people. All right. You might not have known this either, Bradley. I, okay. Are you ready? It's kind of heavy. Yeah. It's big. I'm ready. Okay. Hockey players are having a really difficult time finding jeans that fit. Um. Excuse me, what? Yeah. Hockey players? Like what? You mean like on the ice? Like professional hockey players. They can't find jeans that fit. And now there have been... Because they have such big muscles down there? Because their booties and their thighs are so huge. Hey, look, I wish I had that problem. So, not one, but two entire articles have been written about that. Ooh, free and easy. So there's that. Uh, There have been two articles written about this. One by Sports Illustrated, which makes sense. Or, sorry, ESPN. One by People Magazine. People Magazine has devoted 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, about 12 paragraphs to the nightmare, the nightmare that is facing professional hockey players. They can't find jeans to fit. May I share with you some of their plight? Sure, yeah. I'm very concerned. I can tell you guys. They're talking about their jeans, you guys. They're talking about their jeans. in, In a positive spin, here you have males talking about their body's not conforming to, you know, the clothing standards. So progress, maybe? I don't know. The only thing I can say is, have they met a pair of jeans lately? It's called spandex. There is not a pair. You have to go looking for a pair of jeans that doesn't have spandex in it. I which know. conforms to your body type. I know. Also, I kind of feel like most people are, like, if my butt was so muscular and huge that I couldn't find normal jeans to fit it, I'd kind of be grateful. Also, if I'm a professional hockey player and I can't find jeans that fit, I might be able to hire a jeans making company yeah. to make a special fit for my butt. Yeah. And my also, glutes. I don't know. That's the same part. I've yeah, I have seen several companies who um, have created lines of jeans for athletes or, you know, people who lift weights. So they have big booties and big, cause it's usually the thighs. That's what blows out first. 
Because if you have big thighs, you don't want smaller, your butt to blow right? out first. Oh, you don't want your thighs to blow it out the backside. <laughs> but you, but that okay, sure. Well, you just go find some spandex in your jeans. Okay, so that's what people do. Can so, I get that music back? Because really... it's we're not done with this pity party. I got to get. There's more sadness that we have to work through here. Um, this is from another professional athlete. Uh, this is Connor McDavid of the oh. Edmonton Oilers. Um, well, just you wait. I mean, you're going to see how poor Connor really is. Can it be hard for me to find pants? Yes, always. The waist. You need to get it around your thighs and butt, but that doesn't always match how tall you are. I definitely have a hard time finding jeans that fit. And then Claude Giroux from the Philadelphia Flyers said, and I have smaller calves. Oh my gosh, now it's not just they have big booties and big thighs, but their calves are small, Bradley. Do you understand how small hard calves this is or for big them? Calves. He has smaller calves. Oh, that's too bad. I know. You're not like really a Ugh. man unless you have big calves, big meaty calves. In any case, I didn't know if you were aware of this. No, I, in but fact, hockey I, players are having a hard time. I didn't realize it was so hard to be a hockey player out there. Oof. But now that you know... You know, Holly, I, did we get any useful uh, tips for these hockey players who are calling? experiencing difficulty in their jeans? Well, one person suggested that they size up and go to a tailor. Thank you. Another person said that her husband suffered the same fate back mm. in the 1980s oh, no. when he played now, hockey and oh, he no. couldn't fit his butt in any jeans now, either. Is he okay now, though? I think so. Hold on, okay. to be fair, because I know we're being facetious. However... I will give people credit in the 80s. You would have had a hard time. And I don't know if you ever have worn a pair of jeans. Like when is the last time you wore a pair of jeans that has no spandex in it? I actually have a pair that doesn't have spandex in it. Like I have zero. I have one pair. And I hardly ever wear them. And they are the most uncomfortable jeans. Yeah. And you forget how uncomfortable jeans used to be and how hard it used to be to get jeans that fit anybody, much less a hockey player. But like, do you remember trying to find the right size of jeans in the past? It was impossible. So to me, like that's legitimate. Today, there is no there are no shortage of styles, cuts, types, fabrics, you name it. You can like go online and have your own jeans made in an instant. And may I also suggest pajama jeans? No, they are very comfortable. Those aren't actually Mm -hmm. jeans. Those are comfortable. No, they make many cuts now. They're not the pajama jeans of yore. You know, they've those, really upped their game. Those are lazy yoga pants trying to look like jeans. But they work. They work. Do they? They work. Um, you know what's funny about this? Holly, uh, Bradley, I, you know, I, I, I want to involve you in this part of the conversation. However, you've never been a woman. But Holly, well, that I know of. But I've had some experience with this female clothing items. This is true. Not jeans, though, I will say that. But Holly, is it, is it not sort of amusing to you that in 2019, we are reading our first article about men having difficulty finding jeans that fit? Welcome to the club, gentlemen. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> in, to the club. in that regard, it's progress, right? <laughs> yes. You've got men who are being held to the same ridiculous you know, fashion standards. Like, oh, uh, my body doesn't fit. 
Welcome to everyone else. Yeah. yeah. Hi. Hello. Welcome to life. Mm-hmm. This it's, is how we do things. Yeah. Yay, life. <laughs> Welcome. Well, I'm glad that you guys, thank you for going along with me on uh, that pity party. I was feeling very bad for the hockey players mm, of the world. Sure. Who couldn't find fitting jeans? But now that you know that it's an issue, um, perhaps we can start up a foundation and start, oh. you know, maybe a GoFundMe oh, or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. No? no, okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Toto's Africa. It's one of our favorite songs on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, it is. We brought it back before it came back. FYI. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Where's my sixty-nine million dollars, Steve Burke? Thank you. But I will have you know, Bradley, we brought it back, but the rest of the world is doing their part to keep it alive. And I'm going to tell you how one guy is keeping it alive after this on my talk 1071. Well, we like to take credit for bringing the Toto song Africa back to life. Uh, we really rediscovered yeah, we it, it first. here on the station before anybody else was playing it, much less covering the dumb thing. No kidding. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 1071. <laughs> Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We were blessing the rains down in Africa before anybody else was doing that again. And you might not remember this, but the reason we did is because it actually was raining all the time here. We had like was, 16 days straight of rain at one point. This would have been probably five years ago now, but... Or more. And it was we were so tired of the rain that we needed to turn it into something spiritual. And so we would listen to that Toto song. Well, then Weezer covered it and then everybody was listening to it and everybody's like, oh, Africa, yay. Oh, and yeah, then Pitbull Africa. did that weird sample thing. Oh, God. Remember that? Ish. Has he been arrested yet? No, not for that. Uh, but I have another way that this song is going to be living on forever in the Namib desert in Africa. What? This is kind of cool. Okay. So this Namibian artist by the name of Max Seidentop, he decided that he wanted to do a sound art installation that would last, that would stand the test of time, and not only the test of time, but also the elements of the desert. And so he created something that looks like a miniature version of like a... I don't know, modern day Stonehenge. And it has uh, a bunch, I think seven white boxes that are topped with speakers that are playing the song Africa by Toto, not the subpar Weezer version, into the desert on a constant loop. There's no coordinates as to where this is. So you can't just go wandering around the Nimib desert because that desert, by the way, stretches over 2000 kilometers, which is about 1200 miles. Uh, And so and it's just out there in the middle of the desert dunes. How? Playing Africa over and over again. It's a solar powered MP3 player. And the only song that it has on it is Africa. And this should ensure that this song will play out there. For eternity. So, you wanted just a little taste of what it sounds like? Yeah, for sure. In the Namib Desert. Here we go. The only thing that this is missing, I wish that there was like a one, like a constant live stream of it because I kind of, it's hypnotic to look at it. It's kind of weird. uh, Kind of weird. Yeah, no, it's very weird. But um, I I just had this notion of um, like the apocalypse, right? Like, you know, it'll probably Mm -hmm. happen at some point. Sooner rather than later. It sure um, feels like it, doesn't kind it? Kind of. Uh, and, you know, eons will pass. 
And either a new civilization of humanity will develop out of the ashes of the old one, or aliens will land somewhere in the Namib desert Uh and they will get off and this will just be blaring. And, you know, people will try to figure out what, what What were they doing? What is it? What does this tell us about the people? What what is this? Is this earth music? What is it saying? All of those things. I just think that's kind of hilarious that it's just going to sit out there in eternity. Um, then will become the subjects of their version of the History Channel program. Yes. Weird. Aliens. Also, it just does give me this impression that at some point there's going to be a lizard who's going to go by and kick the dumb thing. Like, if I have to listen to this <laughs> dumb song one more time, I am going to... Lose my you-know-what. Yeah, I don't know. If there's one song I could listen to over and over and over but again. think about it after about 100 times. Do you feel like it would then become somewhat torturous? I don't know. I feel I like know. it would. That's a song that really like moves me spiritually, I think. So I'm for it. Well, let's by all means, let's listen to a little bit of it, shall we? Shall we? Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, God. See, it just it never gets bad. Yeah, but like after a thousand times, you oh. might want to kick it. No, it moves me. Yeah. But Bradley, um, I'm wondering if you are going to be listening to that. No. What? No, I'm serious. I sometimes listen to songs about New York when I touch down in New York. Oh, no. Oh. Do you play Frank Sinatra when the no. plane is descending? No. No. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No. No. Wrong. There are two songs. Oh, no. You play Taylor Swift, don't you? There are two mm. that I rotate between. Oh, you're not even hitting the one. New York State of Mind. Billy Joel. Mm. And sometimes Welcome to New York by Taylor Swift yeah. so sometimes. But I would like that gets me in the mood. So I'm wondering, Bradley, will you be listening yeah. to that song as you touch uh, down in Africa? On my way to Africa? Probably, I don't know. Probably not, but only because I don't normally listen to music when I'm traveling. I usually am listening to some sort of audio experience, a book at Al. Um, but I am very excited because I am leaving on Saturday. I'm going to be in Africa. Well, not on Saturday, on Sunday because it takes you a know, long time. It takes an act of Congress. <laughs> it doesn't take an act of Congress, thank God, or I wouldn't go. Ooh. Because uh, they're not doing anything. I um, feel like, can you bring like a box of chocolates or something for the TSA agents that are basically working for free right now? I guess I probably just could. an idea. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. I don't know. Or how about, anything. you know, people just get back to work or, and do their dumb jobs because I have that. to show up and do this every day. And I'm telling you, you know, this is not the Lord's work we're doing here. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, I don't, I we don't, digress. I don't just get to call uh, B. Arthur and be like, sorry, I've decided that I am not here for what Colleen expects of me today, and therefore I'm not showing up until she gives me what I want. <laughs> Did I just have a moment? Yes. Yes, moving right along. You are going to Africa No, I'm going on to Saturday. Africa, sorry. Yes, going to Africa for one week, just like I did in June, but this time in January, all with uh, ARC, American Refugee Committee. And uh, this time we're traveling to Rwanda. We're going to a place called the Nyabaheke Refugee Camp uh, right there in beautiful Rwanda. And I'm super excited. And this is the first time you've been to Rwanda yeah, because you've been, been to, Rwanda. to, yeah, but you've been to Uganda now twice. Mm-hmm. So this is your first time. Do you have any thoughts on what to expect? Are you um, actually, you know what? I have very little expectations because I know that I'm in good hands. Mm-hmm. ARC does an amazing job. Tramp, uh, putting these trips together. Mm -hmm. So you literally don't have to worry about anything. Uh, And that gives me an 
a ease and a comfort in traveling because otherwise I'm kind of a stressful traveler. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm in good hands. There is tons of programming that has been scheduled. So we will be touring the refugee camp. We will be doing some service projects while we are there. The last day we will get a little bit of sightseeing and uh, be able to go to a, a, a wild game park. Um, but so the, cool. the thing I'm really excited about is Jamie is going on this trip. Oh, that's so awesome. This will be his first trip to Africa, anywhere in Africa, much less Rwanda. So that's so cool. That's so cool. And you'll be gone for a full week. Are you doing a 5K there this time There's or no? No 5K. No. Uh, absolutely not. Hopefully I'll be able to send back some messages. I, w- I hope you can. I um, hope you can do that. Because yeah, I think that that's a, a fun thing for us to everyone. hear every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, you know what, Holly? Would you? Would it be okay if we get in the mood again and oh, just yeah. play out with a little Africa as we as we go to break? Here it is. Okay. <sighs> this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. When we come back, uh, we've got some crazy, stupid idiots for you. Now, Bradley, I don't know about you, but. Both of mine involve nature's pocket. Oh, that's delightful. So you're going to want to tune in for that. Crazy Stupid Idiots coming up after this. We do it every day at 2.30 on My Talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 107.1 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything hey. entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer, And these, my friends, are your crazy stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say... That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly. Over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Lord, We are not going to make our first stop in Florida. Oh, no. Where are we going to make a stop? We shall make a stop in Nashville and we'll be in somebody's butt. Mm -hmm. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for asking, Holly. Uh, I want to go to a prison in Nashville. Oh, because that's typically where we find things hiding in people's rears and All of nature's pockets, in fact. Well, here's what had happened. An inmate at a prison in Nashville, his name is Kenneth Johnson. Mm. He was being strip searched this month uh, because guards suspected him of having some contraband. And he kept on saying to them, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. And that's when the officers said, oh, what is that dangling from nature's back pocket Mm. turns out there was a plastic bag that had the drug stuff in it and it was sort of halfway still kind of attached or just peeking out and so he fought them the guards who were doing conducting this strip search i'm not sure how he thought this was going to end they had to use pepper spray on him to subdue him And as they said in the report, they sprayed his face area and his nature's back pocket area. And they were able then, and only then, to remove the substances. What? I don't understand why they had to spray the back pocket area with the pepper spray. Gotta loosen it up, you know. Okay. Stop it. <laughs> Robert. I'm saying, <laughs> you don't, that is not how that works. Well, I suppose it would be the other way around. It would probably get tight, huh? Okay. 
Anyway, what they found, because I know you're wondering what treasures were within his back pocket area. I'm very excited, actually. Two baggies of tobacco and a bag of fentanyl. Tobacco? I know, but that's contraband in in prison, I guess. So, What would you carry up your butt to to prison? If you, like, you know, because everything's contraband. A Twinkie is contraband. Would you put a Twinkie back there? What would you carry... In nature's pocket to prison. Okay, what? Like what's the one thing mm-hmm. you would uh, put in your uh, pocket for prison? Of all the things that I thought we'd be talking about today. Pocket. Your prison pocket. Mm, yeah. Um, and the good news is, I have more pockets than you have, so I got more room. So, well, to keep how, things in the I, interest of gender parity, I think you get one thing in nature's pocket. You can pick if it's front oh. or back. I mean, this is going to be difficult, and I don't know how this is going to go, but whatever. I was going to say my Amazon Kindle, because I feel like if you can have books. Wow, if you can get your Amazon Kindle up there, uh, kudos <laughs> Although you to can you. get books You're in prison, that's profession. not contraband. I need to put contraband back there. Yeah. Okay, hold on. What's your answer? Uh, my answer would be very simply, oh gosh, okay. I'd probably well, put a couple. My phone. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, right? that, my phone. That's good. Other than my phone, I would say probably like a Heath bar <laughs> because I bet they don't have good candy in prison. I don't feel like you want to eat it. After but it's in that. plastic. Okay. It's kind of melty. That's true. But that, you know, that just, that English toffee, the crunch of that English toffee, that is a unique experience. You're not going to have <laughs> You'd in prison be willing otherwise. to. Yeah. Holly, what are you going to put in, in your prison pocket? <laughs> Well, I like the idea of a Twinkie because I only imagine it keeping its shape when you take it out. <laughs> so the thing that I love about Holly is she's very thoughtful. <laughs> um, I appreciate the uh, engineering of well, the I mean, Twinkie. You, do have to, you have to be thoughtful about that. You don't want it to be damaged because you don't want that. What about like, you know, I feel like there are better answers here because we're not thinking like a prisoner. No, well, like what's the thing you're in prison? You're like, Oof, like I just want like a toenail clippers because you know. Think about how much time you're going to be spending alone, and think about like they're not letting you near a toenail clippers. But I feel like they've got a place for that. I feel like we need somebody that knows more about yeah. what you can and can't have. What about designer soap? Mm. Designer well, soap. you know what? I'm oh, actually not mad good. at you for this. Like some really good moisturizer. Yeah. Because you know they are not going to give you the top of the yeah. line in there. Oh, or chapstick right? even. Oh. Right? Some good Burt's Bees. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Burt's Bees. Right up That's there. Burt's Bees hind. <laughs> okay. Well, that took a weird turn. Would you like to hear another story think, about nature's pocket? Or would tomorrow. you? <laughs> sure, they'll let us air that one. Well, <laughs> I mean, Crazy, kind, it kind of stinks. Oh, it's kind of <laughs> crappy. Uh, okay, let's move on. Okay. And let's talk about our other favorite thing, not just nature's pocket. Let's talk about food, mm. specifically fried chicken. So I want to take us to, um, we were in Nashville, right? Yeah. Now I would like to take us to Jacksonville, Florida. And I want to take you to a drive-through experience. Oh, good. a drive-through at the local K to the F to the C, where some stuff went good down. Biscuits. Stuff went down. Yeah, good biscuits. Not as good as Popeyes because Popeyes are pre-buttered. Mm. Um, according to police report, Ronald Jenkins placed an order at the KFC in Jacksonville on December 29th. Apparently, he got really upset. Hmm. Do you know why he got upset? No, I don't know why anybody would be upset at the KFC. 
Well, he was specifically upset with Shade Simmons. Okay. Why would he be upset with KFC worker Shade Simmons at the drive-thru? Oh, probably because his he didn't get enough. Uh, what do they have a sauce at at the KFC? No, it's not a sauce situation. It has more to do with her um, hygiene. Oh, he found her hair in his chicken. Close. He became verbally upset with Shade, who was not wearing a hairnet or gloves while preparing his order, and he didn't take kindly to that. He wants some clean ass chicken. <laughs> Okay, so so when are those? Is that an exact quote? What (laughs) he wanted some clean? (laughs) No, that's my own gilding of the lily. So he was very upset. I see you not cleaning your hands and wearing gloves and not wearing a hairnet. They had words. Okay. Uh huh. Well, she opens the drive-through window. And throws the food at his face. So the bag of extra crispy chicken with biscuits throws it at uh, Mr. Jenkins in the face. And that stuff is fresh, too. I bet it burned him a little. Also, wash your hands. Yeah, I mean... I don't know who the crazy stupid idiot is here. I feel like he's a little bit of a neat freak because here's the thing. If you think that the gloves that somebody is wearing is going to protect you from the germs that could exist in the world, nice try. People pick their nose with gloves on. Yeah, So they dig in their uh, prison prison pockets all the time and you don't realize it. They just go around the corner, scratch, scratch, come back around. Okay, somebody is listening to us right now. And they have a bucket of extra crispy on their lap crunch, in crunch. the car. And they. But here's the thing just you don't get sick, right? So think about how many prison. <laughs> okay, pockets. that's enough. I hope that there's a barrier between the scratching experience. You know, you're usually wearing pants. Sometimes, though, you got to get back there. Okay, I can't. We got to move on. You I just got to get a nice. Get real graphic, <laughs> and I don't want to get graphic right now. I'd prefer... Oh, excuse me. I don't want to get graphic after talking about somebody's dang- dingleberries from prison hanging out there behind. Oh, yeah, but no, by all means, tell me about how you don't want to get graphic. What what other story do you have? Oh, is that a chocolate chip in my dessert? Okay, Holly. Holly, seriously. Oh, Don't make on. me be the adult. Oh, please. Colleen has a appropriate story to share with us don't you thank you you for asking Mm -hmm. i want to tell you (laughs) yeah about della juria brookins oh that's a name i know she uh she was at a miami beach club and she met a gentleman who she had her eye on the two of them engaged in a tryst back at the hotel room of uh sorry the clarion suites hotel Ooh. Okay, real uh, high class. Where this man, who she was enjoying the company of, Ramon Diaz, he's an Orlando business businessman. Uh, he went to the bathroom about five a.m., and that is when Ms. Brookins made her move. She found a number of Rolex watches inside a Crown Royal whiskey bag. Oh my god! And she made off with them. Uh, the cops, long story short, the cops were able to catch up with her and they took her in, at which point they were not able to easily find the Rolex watches. Okay. So they she conducted a strip search mm-hmm. and it turned out mm-hmm. 
that she had a lot of watches in her lady pocket. In her prison pocket? She had put in her front prison pocket. In the lady prison pocket. In her lower Darby. In her lower Darby. Um... $108,000 $108,000 worth of Rolex watches. That watch, is one pricey. Watches. I know. <laughs> also. Is that what you're saying? What? What now? Also. I was true. The, <laughs> the other. Can we also talk about the other issue in this story? The man the had $108,000 worth of Rolex watches. And he's. Shacking up at the Clarion Suites. Yeah, well, I feel like he spent all his money on watches. I suppose you're right. And, yeah. you know, the and comfort, Crown Royal Whiskey. The, the <laughs> Comfort and Clarion family is a nice uh, family of Absolutely. I just, establishments. Yeah, continental breakfast, mm, nice ice buckets. I got a waffle maker, too. Possibly a pool. <laughs> if you're lucky. So, anyway, how many things did she have up there? She had all but one watch. Ooh. One watch was left in the Crown Royal bag. That was a $22,000. Again, I just am mar- I marvel at uh, the human body and what it's capable of doing. I kind of want to tell you. I want to see what that looks like at some time before Bradley, I die. Honey, want- I'm sure you could YouTube it and I'm, you'd get a lot there. You think I could YouTube? I dare you to do watches. it. Not here. Oh, gosh. Just let us know your findings at a later date when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, because I almost don't want to see your reaction to whatever you see. When we come back, 2.45 every day, we play a little game. It's the throwback live after this on My Talk 107. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.